Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing today? It's time again for another episode of the Vegetable Soup Show here on NWCZ Radio Channel 1. I am your host, Veg, and uh, we're just going to go ahead and start talking about some stuff that we want to talk about because, you know, uh, the world's in a mess right now. Still a war in Ukraine, still high gas prices, still high, uh, what's that thing, the interest rate? So, you know, we just got the horrible decision or a great decision, depending on how you want to look at it, uh, in the Second Amendment and the and the uh, Roe v. Wade. So let's, uh, let's just start unpacking some stuff and see where we can get to from here, because we really, I mean... Isn't it, isn't it, in, if you boil it down to the very nitty gritty, isn't it just about our personal rights? And I don't, I don't mean to be stumbling around here. I'm trying to formulate these thoughts. I didn't really come in prepared today because I, uh, I was watching a lot of, a lot of YouTube because I'm kind of interested in news sources from outside of the United States to see what the picture the United States is painting for the world right now. I'll be brutally honest. It ain't a pretty picture. Anyone that's listened to me knows that I've said for a very long time that this country needs a revolution. And not a violent revolution. A revolution in thinking. We need to change the way we think about what we want to call leaders. We, we need to change uh, the way we think about how we elect these leaders. I wonder how long it will be before the majority goes from thinking everything is awesome and being complacent to being the majority that thinks it's time to have a serious change in the way the masses are governed. I guess what the problem could be is that not enough people see the same tyranny that us few do see, and so they are... Uh, either scared to look for it, at it, towards it, or they just uh, uh, completely disagree with us and, and they see everything is, is running like a well-oiled machine and we are the sand in the, in the cogs. And, and honestly, we're both right. And that's the hard part to get over. That's the hard part to get over, is that we're... We and they are both correct in our thinking as far as we are concerned. Because they think everything's going fine and we're the, we're the antagonists. And we think everything is, is going horribly and they're the complacent. And we're allowed to have those different opinions. I mean, we don't need to fight about it. We can yell and scream, ah! but we don't need to fight. We don't need to get physical. We're allowed to have disagreements. We're allowed to be different in our opinions and our thoughts and our beliefs and our fears and our wants and our needs. That's, that's the individual liberty that we're supposed to have the God-given right of. So we need to start by uniting, even though we have differences. We need to, we need to unite against them. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a us against them thing. And unfortunately, some people are so ingrained with their team 
you know, the Democrats love the Democrats, the Republicans love the Republicans, you know, and there's in-betweeners, and those are the people that are starting to really see what we're seeing, I, I think. I mean, this, this is a, this is just, this is just the birth of a, of a revolution and or civil war. And so we're hoping that enough people waken up before it becomes a civil war to make it a revolution of thinking. That's what, well, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we have a revolution of thought and we change the way that we behave towards each other. Because if we change the way that we behave towards each other, it'll make a, a vast difference in how we can accomplish things. But right now, unfortunately to me, it seems like the majority are content in, in the division that's created by the media. Uh, I mean, there's, there's <laughs> technically there's a little bit of unity because a lot of women got together and said, hey, my body, my choice, which is interesting after the pandemic was get your jab or, you know, get out of our country. <laughs> so I'd, it's, it's amazing to watch these tides flow back and forth uh, at, at the will of the media, which is at the will of the people that are in control. I mean, am I looking at this incorrectly? Am I the only one that sees it? Am I, am I wrong? Please let me know if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong and, and you can point me to where I should change my mind because these are the facts that I am missing. I would love it. I would love to be wrong about the country falling apart around our ears right now. I would love to be wrong about the fact that the media leads the majority by their nose in into the diversity uh, of, of hatred. I mean, we're divided by the smallest little facets, age, color, uh, money, uh, home situation. Are you homeless or not? Uh, you, you know, the job you have, every, every, are you fit? Are you fat? You know, everything they can use against us, they do, and we continue to allow it and that is on us. And, you know, I, I know that you hate to hear me keep harping on it, but both sides of this government are trash. Everyone that's been in there for more than 15 years, uh, I'd, let's get medieval on them and, and burn them at the stake in the center of the districts that they claim they've represented for as long as they've been in there. Some of these people have been in office since Reagan or before, and nothing has changed for the better of the country. It's gone downhill. With little spurts of, ooh, yeah, we had a little bit of economic boost right there. Yeah, whatever. You made more money, but what happened to it? Where is it? Where is your money? You know where it is? It's in the pockets of the people that own this country. And it's being shared. The, the trickle-down economics is happening from the owners of this country, owners of this planet, to the, to the, to the leaders, our rulers, our, our government. And it barely makes its way back into the, to the hands of the people so that they can help themselves. Is it fair? I don't know. Is it just? Probably not. Does it matter? Not right now. The thing that is important is changing the leadership of this country to actual leaders that represent the people of the districts that they say they represent. Because from outside of the United States, it, it, it has to look like we gave up. It's like, yeah, whatever, government's on autopilot, went out of control, and we gave up. Because we're not fighting for change, we're just fighting each other about the things that they put in front of us. And it's amazing to watch how these distractions allow them to get away with so much crime. And I've, you know, I've said it before, change needs to happen, but change is very difficult. Especially when not everyone sees 
the the things that need to change the same. You know, I, I I see that our governing body needs to change, and people say, well, you know, just the Republican side needs to change, or just the Democrat side needs to change, or we need to put Bernie Sanders in charge because socialism is the way to go. And it's, it's like, no, no, no. We need to get those people out of office and get new people in that represent the districts that they live in. I mean, really, is it just me or... Do, do, does anyone else see that those millionaires and multimillionaires that are in office just do not represent the people? They are out of touch with the people of their district, except for anyone that's in their preferred tax bracket. I mean, I'd really like to know if I'm incorrect, because as I sit here, I feel like I'm watching the country being driven towards a civil war purposefully, by design. Am I wrong? Am I incorrect? Tell me I'm not seeing what I'm seeing Tell me I'm wrong. Show me where I'm not in the correctness about watching us being pushed towards a civil war. Please send links, send, send facts, send, send numbers and historical references, please, to the vegetable soup show at gmail.com. Become part of this conversation. I would love to hear from you about what's going on. I'd, 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 you know, do you agree with me? Do you see that we're being pushed towards a civil war. There's, there's, there's just so much civil unrest everywhere, and there's nothing being done to quell it, but a lot being done to stoke it further. In my opinion, I could be wrong, but you know, it's not like the news is showing a hundred happy stories and then one bad one. They're showing a hundred horror stories and then maybe a feel good. You know, so I'm. I, I, but again. I believe that the media is really controlling us because they've said so. They've admitted as much. They're owned by like six corporations. The entirety of media, well, not the entirety. Let's go with let's go with at least 90% of all media is owned by six giant corporations. How how is that not a monopoly because it's split up by 25 different people? I don't know. I you know, I feel like I'm Getting a little too doom and gloom. And I, I, I don't like to do that. So let's look on the bright side. If we decide to make changes, changes will happen. We just need to actually get enough people to decide that what we see wrong happening can be fixed. Come up with a way to fix it. And then actively make moves in the direction of fixing it. But I'm an idiot. I honestly don't know... What kind of steps we would need to take to fix problems that I see? What problem do I see? Well, I see that our rights are being taken away. And when I say our rights, I mean like freedom of speech is being trampled on because through government intervention, they are silencing your voice on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. That's interesting because they're, they, they have admitted that they were directing Facebook on how to handle misinformation by them declaring what was misinformation and then setting it upon Facebook to delete those uh, posts and or accounts. So that's government intervention in your freedom of speech. But see, the, prob the problem with that is the media pushes it that, you know, well, those are just Russian bots or those are, you know, those Trump supporters don't need to be heard. Because it was a lot of, you know, pro-Trump stuff that was being quashed and quelled. So the majority, 
being told that they need to hate and fear Trump, didn't care. And so that little piece of freedom of speech was taken away. And, you know, the saddest part about it was how people were saying it's necessary. We need this. Do it. Yes, it's good. That's, that's, that's the scary part. So what do you think about Facebook or Instagram or TikTok being able to uh, tell you what you are or are not allowed to speak about? Let me know. The Vegetable Soup Show at gmail.com. I uh, I won't censor any of your comments. I I like reading some of them because uh, you guys you guys are creative in your in your disparaging comments about me. Sometimes it's awesome. Man. <laughs> I still love you though.
what do we all think about Ghislaine Maxwell being sentenced to 20 years for sex trafficking? Uh, adequate? Inadequate? I don't know. Let me know. The vegetable soup show at gmail.com. I believe it is very inadequate for her role in, uh, in what she did. Uh, but then again, I, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I am repulsed by pedophilia in any form to the point where I believe that these people should be put in prison in, in, uh, general population and tell everyone what their crime was because apparently they don't care when they're in jail for life. They'll take care of it the way it's supposed to be taken care of. Uh, more power to it. But still nothing coming out of that black book. Uh, but you know, I, I'm on both sides of that coin. It's either they're such powerful people that they're going to get away with it and the scapegoats have all been taken care of. Or they're such powerful people that uh, it's, it's going to take a minute to actually get the indictments rolling. Who knows? Who knows? Well, I guess we'll know in about 10 years when nothing happens or in, you know, a couple years when people start getting arrested. Do you think uh, there's names in that book that would make a difference in the, uh, in the midterm elections we're about to have? I wonder. I mean, is that why it's suppressed? When will it be leaked? It, it hasn't been leaked? Has it been leaked and it's just being suppressed so well that we're never going to see it? I don't know. These are just speculative questions that I'm asking. And believe me, if you think you have any answers, go ahead and send them to me at thevegetablesoupshow at gmail.com. I cannot stress enough that I want everyone to be part of this conversation. We, we, need, we need more communication. And it doesn't matter if we can't see eye to eye on everything. We're not, you know, we're not carbon copies of everybody, of each other. We're, we, we are individuals. So good stuff is going to be different for, for different people. Uh, I like tacos. He likes burritos. Sounds like the same thing, but there's a little bit of a difference. And we'll argue over it. You know, tacos are in corn shells. Burritos are in flour. Well, I've seen tacos in flour. Son of a... You know what I mean? So we're allowed to have emotions and have discussions and have opinions that are differing. We just need to be civil with each other. That, uh, and these days, that seems like the hardest thing to ask. Can we please just be civil with each other? And, and hey, I just want to reiterate, I, I know nothing about nothing. I just get all my information from YouTube and the Internet. So I'm just as guilty for being as misinformed as any other person that, you know, uses the Internet to, to formulate their opinions. And that's, that's me. That's me. I, I, I apologize, but... It's the way I, I'm, I'm reclusive now. That's how I live. It's, it's uh, you know, and it's a personal choice. It might not be the right choice, but here I am. And moving on to other news that we don't care about. How about Hunter Biden's laptop and the uh, voicemail that doesn't have anything conclusive in it because he's, you know, in the clear. Uh, horrible phrasing, I guess. I don't know. Of course, of course we know that all these people are making shady deals, but we can pretend that they're not, and we can uh, use the elusive language to defend uh, uh, his continued denial of knowledge. But you know, it is what it is. <sighs> See, I've I've always said that the Republicans are bad because the Republicans will tell you we're taking your money, and you might get a little of it. That's the trickle down 
theory, that trickle-down economics. That's why it's not flood the people with money economics. It's trickle-down because very few actually figure out how to get that that small stream of money for the common man to get to them. For the most part, our money goes to the higher-ups, and then it spreads between all of those people up there and never makes it back down. And then you have those Democrats, those... Uh, Wonderful, wonderful people telling you that they're doing everything they can to help you while they take your money and give it to themselves. They, uh, they are worse, in my opinion, because they're lying to your face. And, I, you know, for, for a long time I've been blaming those in power for wanting to stay in power, and I blamed greed for that. And, you know, those are, uh, it's reasonable. But I've started to shift my blame... To also include us, me, we the people. We, we're the ones that set the government on autopilot decades ago. And this is the result of it. Now it's going over a cliff. It's not approaching the cliff. It's going over the cliff. And even if we re regain control right now, it's still going to crash. And then we have to repair it. And then it comes down to how do you repair it? Who gets to repair it? What's the repair going to be like? Is it going to be changed or is it just going to be, you know, put a patch on the old thing and it's the same old, same old again? Hard choices. Hard choices. Veg, where are you going with this, you may ask? And my answer to you is crazy. That's the only place I'm going. I, uh, like I said, you know, I'm, for the most part, in the new studio, I'm just here talking into this microphone and reading emails, trying to, trying to make a conversation happen. So a lot of times when I come in here and it seems like I got nothing to talk about and I start rambling on, I'm reading an email and, and you know, their ideas are as sporadic as, as, as mine in my head, you know, ADHAS, that's the attention deficit. Hey, a squirrel!
here's a serious question, and I'll ask you before I Google it myself. But has what do they call it, ex expatriate when you when you uh, when you divorce from your country of origin? Uh, expats. So has any celebrity that's ever threatened to uh, leave the U.S. after uh, an election or a Supreme Court decision didn't go the way they wanted it to? Have they ever actually done it, or is this country still good enough that they just keep making those threats and stay? Serious question. Give me an answer at the vegetable soup show at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks when I hear your emails. Hear, see, read. When I read your emails, I can hear them now. Speaking of hearing them now, here's one from uh, a listener because uh, he was listening to an episode where I was talking about the, the skirmish in Ukraine. No, it's a war and it's horrible. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to make light of it if you didn't want me to make light of it, but that's how I deal with it. Anyway, uh, this listener says, I think I would much rather have a meteor hit the earth than nuclear war because I want the impact to take me right out and I have the chance to fucking survive and starve to death. Uh, I, yeah, I agree. Starving to death sounds like a, a horrible thing, but, uh, you know, if, uh, if the meteor impact isn't big enough, same thing will happen. So, uh. Yeah, it kind of doesn't matter either way. But I understand the sentiment. And thank you very much for listening. And hope to hear from you again soon. So while we're on the theme of Ukraine, this next uh, this next email from a listener. <laughs> He's got a pretty good, uh, pretty good name there. Uh, so what's my take on the Nazi issue in Ukraine? I don't think Russia is in the right at all. But the Azov Battalion is a thing. Not sure how big the influence is. I always heard they have a whole Nazi record store in the Ukraine full of basically just Nazi music. Okay, well, uh, what's my take on the Nazi issue in Ukraine? Well, I've heard there's like this battalion, the, the Azov Battalion, as you say, and you're not sure how big their influence is. Well, there's a battalion, so it's got some influence, but of course, uh, any ideology will have devout followers no matter how crazy Scientology or weird Christianity. It is. Um, and again, it, it's a lot of times it's, it's not the ideology itself. It's just the people that believe in it that make it horrible. I'm not, I'm not advocating for Nazism by any means. Of course, this will be taken out of context and now veg is a Nazi. So, uh, uh, is Russia in the right? Well, I mean, if they were specific, if if this was the you know the the fifth or sixth whatever Reich, uh, and the Russian agenda was to go in and stomp them out, like it was in World War II for the Soviets, the 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 British Union and the the United States, aka the Allies. Uh, then maybe I mean. <sighs> Yeah, because here's the thing. Some ideologies are just horrible ideologies, and that's why they're not around. But there's also ideologies that are horrible that are still around because people, some people can be easily influenced, and some people that are easily influenced are also... Uh, have a propensity for violence and and want to control and do things. And so when these two when these two uh, 
events when the when this when this when this person meets this ideology, it's almost a perfect marriage of 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 hatred, unfortunately. And and that's how you get these continuations because the you know, these people have found their calling and now they can they can cheer it just like just like uh, uh, you're you're cheering for Michael Vick, even though we know he killed pit bulls relentlessly and viciously. He's still a hero to some people on that football field, right? Okay, uh, uh, bad analogy, good analogy. I don't know. Let me know in the emails, the vegetable soup show at gmail.com. Uh, as far as the Nazi record store in Ukraine, I mean, I would have to look into that. Are you saying that these uh, these albums are written by Nazis? Uh, is it old memorabilia? uh, I would have to look into it, but, uh, I mean, what is Nazi music? I, I honestly, that's a serious question. I do not know what you would, uh, specifically call Nazi music. I'm going to guess that it's like hate metal or hate core or something. Uh, so I, I, and that alone makes me not want to look into it because, you know, I, I like everything from, from ABBA to ZZ Top, but I don't really like uh, gangster rap. I like a lot of a lot of rap and hip hop, but I don't like the gangster rap where they're talking about killing and and beating on people and you know that it's just it's just my flavor of music is different. And, and if that's the kind of thing you like, hey, more power to you. There there are some sick beats in there. Just because I don't like the words doesn't mean the music's not good. So you know it is what it is what it is, and everyone's allowed to their own choices. I I would think I would hope. Until uh, till censorship gets more stronger foothold in America. <laughs> so this next email is from someone near and dear, super friend of the show. Used to be my COVID co-host, Big D. Uh, he, <laughs> he expressed that he did not like my new intros, which, uh, which is why I used the original intro that I used to have on this particular show because I knew that I was going to be mentioning... Big D, goddamn, we miss you and your uh, your sensibility and your 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 brain. I'm just over here being dumb, talking into my microphone without you controlling the conversation, sir. But seriously, uh, love you, miss you. Hope you're doing good in in, in your new home. Uh, hope it's uh, hope it's exactly what you wanted, and uh, I hope to see you soon, man. And I hope everyone will remember that Big D has a show with Brandon Valentine called Down the Rabbit Hole that's on NWCZ Radio Channel 1 right here Sunday nights, uh, 8 to 9 p.m., rebroadcast everywhere that you would expect a, a podcast to be rebroadcast. And it's it's excellent. You should, I mean, and the stuff about Bill Gates, you people, you need to listen to everything about Bill Gates, the good, the bad, the ugly, and we need to start asking ourselves why is bill gates becoming king of this world i guess really what i'm asking cuz i mean i i'm i'm over exaggerating but the real question is why is he uh so affluential with what the who does and by the who i mean the world health organization that's a serious question if you know why email me at the vegetable soup show at gmail.com man tell me tell me what you know about bill gates and we will get this stuff on the air Get rid of that eugenist as soon as possible. So here's another quick question. Do we think that the United States has become the laughing stock of the world in the past 10 to 15 years? My answer is yes. What's your answer? All right, so let's talk about someone who's been in politics for 50 years. 
Mr. Joe Biden. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, using Cliff Notes, I guess, which, you know, I, I, I can understand he's using Cliff Notes, but apparently the language that's on the notes is what people are having trouble with because apparently uh, uh, practitioners are saying that it's like the kind of notes they would give early dementia patients so that they would be aware of the direction is for them. It's, it's, it's actual directions as opposed to, to conversational Cliff Notes. I mean, I don't know, maybe. Could be. Uh, look how old this guy is. And look how look how broken his conscience is. He he has no moral compass anymore. He 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 has been a habitual liar for the past fifty years to the point where it doesn't matter what he says. It doesn't matter what he says. Because it's it's basically we we've given the excuse to the politicians now. Well, they say what they need to say where they are, you know, and, and Joe Biden. Yeah, I got into politics to fix the highway. I specifically got into politics for civil rights. I specifically got into politics to do this, to stop the Vietnam War, to do that, to do this other thing, you know, and wherever he is, he he got into the politics to, to do something relative to where he's standing and what he's saying. So, you know, the fact that we allow that to happen for the entirety of his career without any real backlash is 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 on us uh because we don't want to hold them accountable we we just want them to be in charge democrats want democratic leaders republicans want republican leaders and it doesn't matter what they do or say when they're in charge and when they're on top because hey my team is the right team to be running this and we've been playing what's that game voting for the lesser evil well, you know, voting for the lesser evil is still voting for evil. And this is what voting for the lesser evil has gotten us. A couple years ago, a couple years ago, I was doing a gig. Uh, uh, God, I think it was, I'm going to say it was the election year. And I was at this club, and I specifically asked this this young gentleman if he liked Trump, and he said no. And I said, well, do you think the next person that gets the seat is going to be better? And he said, oh, yes. I so wish I could find that young man and ask him his opinion now. Because it would be one of two things. He would be uh, uh, honest and say, no, it wasn't a good choice, but it's still better than Trump. Or he would be dishonest and say, it doesn't matter what he does. He's still better than Trump. Two ways around that. You can be honest or you can say, you know, you can just make crap up. And and again, that goes to the other side, too. They can say, look, Trump was obviously better. We don't care about how crass he was and what kind of mean tweets he was doing. He was still cognitive and was actually doing something for the country. And looking at a few of the executive orders that Trump signed, uh, he seemed to be trying to help the country, but you gotta, I, you know, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt and say he's definitely looking out for himself first, but I mean, aren't they all at that level? Aren't they all? But, uh, unlike, unlike those that were, uh, that were there before him and now after him, it was, uh, it seemed that there was a little bit more help for the average as opposed to, to what's happening now and what has happened before. So I could under, understand people saying that Trump was and is a better choice still.
I can understand it. But I am a person that believes in not only term limits, but age limits. We need to have a cutoff for uh, how old you can be to, to get into politics. Just, just as badly as we need a cutoff to how many times you can actually, or how long you can stay in the service of the people. You know, maybe, maybe three terms in the House, two terms in the Senate, and if you make the presidential run, you get your two terms, but then you're out and done. There's no going back. You can only progress. You can't regress, and then you're out. And let's let's make them, let's make them get paid an hourly wage that is comparable to the demographic of the constituents in the in the district that they're supposed to be representing. Let's make them punch a clock. No more salary. No more pensions. How about take money out of lobbying? Because those companies can still say, hey, I've, I've got this proposal for a bill or I've got this legislature that I think should be passed. Just don't give the politician a million dollars in a briefcase when you're giving him the paperwork. Just give him the paperwork. Can we take the money out of lobbying? And then no pensions. It's a public service. You are supposed to represent your district. And if you fail at that, you're supposed to be replaced. So no no pension. You you come from common man into politics, and then you leave politics back to your commonality. You're not supposed to get rich in politics. You're supposed to enrich the nation. And I don't mean, you know... You're supposed to make everybody money, and, uh, although you know that'd be good. I'm just saying, you know, your 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 talents and your wisdoms and your ideas should be progressive for everybody in your district, and hopefully in the community, uh, localized, and then the state, and blah blah blah, and on and on, so that we can have a cohesive happiness. But again, that's a pipe dream. I ask way too much of humanity. Because humanity is, is, a, is a relative term. Humans don't have any of it, at least not anymore. Or, you know, that, that's a blanket statement. Let me, let me put it this way. A great majority of people on this planet don't care. I understand that that's a generalization and it's a harsh statement. And I mean, is it true? Uh, from, from my perspective, in my opinion, it's very true. It's very real. But again, that comes down to the majority-minority. Right now, there's probably some people that think just like I do, but we're in the minority. And eventually, hopefully, we'll become the majority and we'll want more equity for the entire uh, you know, United States, the entire people of the planet. It, it would be nice if everybody had uh, uh, the equality afforded to... You know, uh, let's just say upper middle class, because there's always going to be differences and there's always going to be a, a rich and a poor, uh, whether it's in knowledge or in possessions or in finances or in business ability. There's, there's going to be someone better off and someone less off than uh, uh, the, the, the average. And that's just how life works. So when I say equity, I just mean equal opportunity for everybody to have uh, a peaceful, harmonious existence while while visiting this plane. <laughs> did I just go off the rails? I think I did. Are you still with me? If you are, cool. If not, hey, thanks for your uh, listening part-time. Speaking of still with me and listening part-time, I think uh, I, I have a lot of fun on social media because I, I, I use it to antagonize people. 
because I mean that's to me that's all it's good for. Because you're not gonna make a point, you're not gonna change people's minds, you're not gonna make an impression. I don't care how many followers your followers you have, if you told them all to go do something, maybe if you had ten million followers, I bet a hundred might do it. Even if even if five million said they were going to. And I'll reference the uh, raid on Area 51 as uh, proof positive that more people will say they'll do something than will actually do. Uh, my second example is every band I've ever been in, when people said they would come to a show before we were selling tickets, they were like, yeah, we'll be there. Once it was selling tickets, it's like, hey, can you get us free? Yeah, all I'm saying is your friends are your friends and business is business. And if they hate you for not giving them free tickets, well, that's on them. But speaking of social media and haters, it's awesome because like I'll make this post. You know, I'll post my opinion. Uh, government sucks. And then I'll get comments like, well, you're, you should probably go to the dentist. You know, because got, I've got some pretty effed up teeth, man. They, I, they're yellow from drinking coffee all damn day and smoking. And they're chipped up from some things that I won't get into right now. But, you know, I'm, I'm aware that my teeth are fucked up, man. It, it doesn't bother me because, you know, what's even more fucked up than my teeth? This country's government. And it's really, but like I said, it's really funny because, like, I'm going to use TikTok as an example, because I will post something that someone really does not like, and then uh, this, this is what it seems like happens. They view it, and then they go either create a new anonymous account, or they've already got one in the wings, and then they come and they comment on my page, or my post, saying, you know, your teeth are messed up, or you need to take a shower, or you know, it's, it's always derogatory. Very rarely when when someone uses uh, uh, an account that's like user 4328BOCC, you know, it's very rarely a, uh, a, a good discourse. But I've kind of changed my opinion on them. Because, see, I used to think, you know, they, they were haters and they were cowards. And uh, what they were doing was stupid. But see, I'm rethinking it. Because, number one, it's better to put a positive spin on things. And number two, they are helping me. Because, number one, they viewed it. And then whatever they did or did not like about it, they went and got on another account and went and looked for it to view it again. And leave a comment. And sometimes, like, I'll be commenting, and that the, the video that I'm looking at, if it's short, it'll play through a couple times while I'm commenting. So, so I have to assume that this person viewed it at least two or three times from at least two different accounts and then left that comment. So what that means is they've just boosted me into the algorithm more because they're getting more eyes on it. So in a sense, they're helping me. And they do it from an anonymous account. So either, either they're playing that they don't like me when they leave the derogatory comment or they're serious about it. And either way, I don't care because what has happened is they've boosted my post. And for that, I thank you because you know, haters are guaranteed watch. They're a guaranteed watch because sometimes these people will 
will specifically search you out so that they can see what you posted so that they can pick it apart. And if they can't pick it apart, they pick you apart because that's how they are. But thank you for the extra views. Thank you for boosting my posts. Thank you for getting more eyes upon it. Uh, and a few times, a couple of the posts that I posted when when the first few comments were very derogatory and, and uh, uh, snide and, and hurtful, all of a sudden, uh, one of my posts kind of blew up. For me, it blew up, you know, 1,000 likes, whatever, watches, whatever. And... Uh, uh, and, and a lot of the comments started turning towards uh, uh, approval of what I had said. So I'm just like, okay, well, lit a good fire there because we got both sides talking. you know. And that's really the, the goal, I guess, is communication. And in the end, my goal, my goal is to, is to get people to communicate. Because I think communication is where it needs to start. It doesn't matter if we don't know each other. It doesn't matter if we don't like each other. It doesn't matter if we don't have the same opinions. It doesn't matter if we don't have the same religion. It doesn't matter if our skin colors are different. It doesn't matter if our pay is different. It doesn't matter if I'm homeless and you have a castle. It doesn't matter as long as we can communicate. And we can yell and scream and, and, and bark at each other and then have coffee and have drinks and talk nicely to each other about the exact same topic for days on end, as long as we can remain civil when we part ways. We don't have to fight. We can disagree without fighting. I mean, honestly, we can disagree without yelling, but some people are very emotionally uh, uh, vested in some things, and you have to understand that they're going to they're gonna let some of those emotions come out. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I've never done it, I've, as, as, a, as, a, as a musician, I can recall many, many events, I call them events, many j just downright scream matches with other musicians in the band because, I, you know, this line has to be sung this way or this progression has to be played this way, down pick only, you know, and over here, someone's, you know, doing triplets instead of down picks. I'm, ah! I, I, but... At the end of the day, I I was in a lot of different bands and there was no time in any band that I was ever in, no matter how deep, dark, and drunk, and then the fights got about writing, girls, uh, shows, whatever, there was never any fists thrown. And that, to me, is the most... Uh, I don't know, a significant thing that I can point out when you have open communication, no matter how uh, emotional or heated or fact-based or whatever, as long as the communication is open and you can have uh, mutual respect and civility towards each other, at the end of the day, you can leave the same way you came in or you can leave a changed mind, whatever. There's just no need for violence anymore. But on the other side of that coin, violent people only understand violence, which is a sad thing to say. But having grown up the way I did, I can, I can unfortunately tell you from experience that that is a, a fact. I bet if I Googled it, uh, there'd be some, uh, some scientific background to that to, to prove it. Hang on, let me Google it.
Yeah, yeah, shouldn't have Googled it. Nothing there. Well, I mean, it's not that there's nothing there, but it's just like up to 50% of total variance in aggressive behavior is explained by genetic influence. So basically, uh, some people are born mean and some people are just turned mean by their, by their social surroundings. <sighs> so, yeah. That, that, where am I going with this? I'm not going anywhere with this. As a matter of fact, I really... <sighs> I really think that we should just, let's let's end on a good note. Let's end like this. Uh, if you uh, if you liked anything you heard, if you hated everything you heard, if you if you're still here right now, email me at thevegetablesoupshow at gmail.com. Put anything you want in the subject line. I will I will read that stuff on air if I like it enough, if it's funny enough, if it if it's derogatory enough. I'm not afraid. Uh, I I believe that there's a a rebroadcast of uh, You Must Be Joking, right? After this now, uh, that's a, a friend of mine, Gary, and I. We have a little podcast on Rubber Chicken Radio. You can go check out Rubber Chicken Radio as well. Uh, sister station of us now, I, I think. Uh, if if all of, if everything's been sussed out, I believe I'm correct in this uh, assumption. I'll find out as soon as uh, as soon as Gary's listening to this, he'll tell me. But anyway, yeah, the vegetable soup show at gmail.com. Listen to uh, NWCZ Radio. Any chance you get. Uh, also listen to Rubber Chicken Radio every other chance you get because you know that's just uh, the uh, right thing to do these days.
So, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for making it. Um, yeah. If you got a, a request, if you got a suggestion, if you got a complaint, if you got uh idea, if you got an opinion, email me at thevegetablesoupshow at gmail.com. I am Veg. I have been your host. Uh, don't forget to check out Rubber Chicken Radio uh, and with Gary and I on You Must Be Joking, right? Uh, also, listen to Frickin' Frackin' Radio with uh, Puddin' and his fellow cohorts. Uh... What else we got? We got we got like Love Hate Radio with Brandon Valentine and Beach. Uh, also Brandon Valentine, Big D doing Down the Rabbit Hole. That we got lots of good stuff. So hopefully you're checking it all out and supporting and having a wonderful life.